Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I thought was rather, would be a really nice topic to talk, is to talk about style personalities. Because what actually happens is when we... Um, when we talk about style personality, we are what we wear. But what we do is we start to resonate exactly the type of person we are in our clothing, etc. So when we talk about style personalities, I absolutely agree that your wardrobe does have a personality all of its own. So I want you to have a think about when you open your wardrobe up, does it fill you with excitement? Or does it fill you with that kind of, oh no, the the dread of there's too much in there? Have I got items and garments and accessories that represent truly who I am? So, So does your wardrobe reflect you as a person and what you do? Because it's great to have this wonderful collection of clothes and garments, et cetera, that you have in your wardrobe. But if they don't represent you and the stage of the life that you're in, you it doesn't feel like it's working for you. That's when you feel like the wardrobe is slightly stagnant. So, you know, when I say about does your wardrobe fill you with love or dread, don't panic if you're thinking, well, I'm the dread person because you are so not alone. So initially when I work with clients, we cover kind of this three-pronged approach before we even get to the wardrobe, before we start talking to someone about their wardrobe and their clothing and their shopping habits and everything like that. But we start with this three-pronged approach, which is your style personalities, which is prong one. Your second prong is your lifestyle. So what do you do in your lifestyle? Then we start to home in on a little bit on the body shape. And I'm very much of a stylist who, yes, absolutely works with the body shapes, but I'm very conscious that everybody's lifestyle has different directions. And sometimes you don't necessarily want to be cocooned in a box that says, for your body shape, you can only wear this. So I do allow a whole piece of, allow is the wrong word, isn't it? I do encourage ladies to kind of work with what they've got and to make them feel comfortable and always feel great. And loads of people have always heard me. I love the word feel because if you if you speak to anybody, some everybody will say, oh, this, this jacket makes me feel great. These trousers make me feel really confident. These shoes I love because they make me feel great. So the feel word is so, so important. So I'm going to take you through some of the style personalities today. So what we've got, when we talk about style personalities, you don't have to be one specifically. 
You could be a mixture of. You could have certain days where you feel like creating this kind of look using this style personality. All they are, from a style personality point of view, is a guide. That's all they are. They're a guide to help you identify who you are and the type of clothes that you buy. And what's really interesting, when you're sitting there now, I kind of want you to sit there and think, yeah, that could be me. Actually, I do like a bit of this. And then think about how your wardrobe then reflects what you think your style personality is. And this is when I say to clients, you know what, your wardrobe will tell the story of your personality, but it might off a court, you know, listen, life changes, life changes directions, it might have got a little bit disjointed along the way but that's fine because you know what you can just bring back in those elements of of how you are so there are five style personalities i'm going to tell you them i want to see if you can see yourself in them um and you know what like always this room is very easy going it's very informal it's very informative i would love you at the end come up raise your hands come up ask questions have a chat tell us what style personality you are because that's even more exciting because some ladies say oh my goodness do you know what now you've read them out lisa i really didn't realize i was this personality or i didn't realize i was that personality and that's when it becomes really really good fun because then you start to identify who you are as a person so let's kick off we have got the natural personality now i always say to people the natural is all about ladies and gentlemen that shop with their hands and what i mean by that is they go along with their hand sorry, their head held high. And as they're walking along, they run their hands through the clothes. When they find something they absolutely love, they go back to it. So they're not visual shoppers, they're more touch shoppers. So for that, what it means is, it means it's all about what is it going to feel like on? Is it going to feel comfortable? Can I put it on first thing in the morning? Can I take it off at 10 o'clock at night whenever you go to bed, knowing that I have felt comfortable all day? And that's where we play with fabric. So the natural personality tends to have a look that is slightly more casual, more sporty, more informal. They tend to put comfort over fashion, but they will definitely use more of an unstructured look. And that's sometimes where you'll find people prefer, you know, um, a cotton, a denim, a linen, a cashmere, a leather. It's all really, really tactile, but it's the kind of, you know, they would love a high-waisted jean this season, for example, but it must have a bit of stretch in it because then you've got the comfortability. They don't tend to like the rigid jeans that you know maybe Tommy Hilfiger's created this season or you know they like more of um you know if you if you do branded jeans something like a page or a seven for mankind because they've got that stretching they work with the tensile fabric it creates this beautiful feel so they avoid and what's really interesting and natural will always avoid looking untidy so although they create this lovely casual sporty informal look it's not at all um, untidy. They still like to be very neat, very unkempt, all that type of look. Um, they, they avoid kind of ruffles, frilly, cute, authentic. They, they, they move away from that, but they much prefer the kind of 
comfortable design lines. So it's very elegant, but they will use fabrics such as, you know, the lint, like I said to you, you know, the corduroys, the denim, the, linen, the leathers, etc. They love print. They'll still do print. So this season, they'll love the whole tiger print. They love animal. They'll love paisley. They, they tend to, you know, really use the fabrics and the prints to create the looks they have. If you're a, a natural kind of personality, you might find that the makeup you wear, if you're a lady, is very minimal and very soft. It's not over-exaggerated. It's not too in your face. So that is the natural. What you might have seen as well, I've pinned a link. So for anyone who is new to Clubhouse and new to the rooms, I've popped the link in to my download called Style Personalities. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh God, I need to write all this down, don't panic. It's all covered in the Style Personalities download and it's all complimentary for you. It's all in there. The, the next personality we'll cover is classic. Now, the classic is very interesting. Where the natural will never look untidy because they choose to not look untidy. They'll pull it all together. The classic will always look very neat and tidy because of the structures that they use. So they create a more traditional, conservative, timeless look. So if you think of someone like Kate Middleton in the UK, she's very neat, she's very structured. You'll always know what shape she is because she uses the density of the fabrics to create the look that she wants to create. Think of Audrey Hepburn, those beautiful, simple, structured shift dresses. So she used all of the fabrics and the garments to create that symmetry, that beautiful, soft tailoring and the balance. So although as a natural, they never want to look untidy, the classic will definitely never look untidy because of the structure they use in the fabrics. They love the kind of heritage style, you know, the tweeds, the herringbones, and the checks. Um, and one, two things that they'll always wear is stripes and polka dots, because it's just simply, it, well, it's very simple, stunning, and very chic. Um, makeup, again, is a little bit more balanced eyes, lips, very soft shades, again. It is absolutely striking classic, but sometimes there can be a a cross-bordering between the natural and the classic, if I say to a client, oh, where do you think you sit? And they go, I'm classics, I don't like being, um, I like being really neat. But then when you probe a little bit further, you get to the fact of, yeah, but I don't want to be uncomfortable. So you can kind of then work with the client to make sure that you create the right look using the right fabrics. Then we look at dramatics. Dramatics in my world are just quirky. They just don't really want to look like everybody else. So they could be the lady that has the red dress at a black tie do. They might have the stunning pink coat this season instead of the navy or the black or the beautiful camel. They'll move away from things that are slightly more traditional. They might be the lady in a, a metallic trainer. So there's nothing about them that is so exaggerated that you take that gasp of breath. But what you do have is the look that is slightly different. They'll definitely turn your eye. So their look is quite assertive, very confident, unruffled, very elegant. And if you think about somebody in your world now, you may even be thinking, oh, do you know what? I've got a friend like that. Or my mum's quite like that. Anything like that. 
And from a gentleman's point of view, do you know what? These these style personalities, they do complement as well because you've still got, you know, the the gentleman from a dramatic point of view that prefers to wear colour or I've got a, a wonderful gentleman client and he's definitely dramatic. So the blazers he wears has got this beautiful print running through it or the shirt collars that he wears have got an inlay of different fabric. So the the design lines, you tend to find they're quite sculptured, quite asymmetrical from a dramatic. They love bold colours, colours, sorry. They love high fashion. Um, and they love all types of fabrics because it's elegant. So that wonderful, if you think of silks and satins and velvet and metallic thread, it's something that's a little bit different. Um, and if you, you know, if you have someone in the workplace or if you're a mum and you do the school run, you might have thought now you're hearing these, you can start to resonate with some of the people that you come into contact with. The prints that a dramatic will do, they will be big and bold and strong. They'll be quite abstract. They'll be distinct. You know, if you think of someone like Vivian Westwood, you know, those those prints are her to a T, that wonderful checks that she is. Compared to somebody like Victoria Beckham, who is very classic, very neat, very tidy, very structured. But she will throw in an asymmetric line every now and again. You know, you can take um, people like Stella McCartney again. You know, very simple, timeless, simple cuts, but so, so elegant. Um, makeup for a dramatic is definitely more strong colours, much bolder lipsticks, you know, and quite more noticeable. Then we have the feminines. Now, the feminines always kind of make me smile because as ladies, we want to look like ladies, but some of us don't want to look girly. So for anyone who's, who's seen my Instagram posts, um, and obviously you can see my profile picture, I am a, um, a natural dramatic. So I hate feeling uncomfortable at all. So the, even, I've got jeans on now. So the jeans I've got on are high-waisted. They've got about 7% elastane in. They are so comfortable. Um, and I've actually got a pair of... Um, Dot Martins on. And again, they're really, really comfortable. But I love things that are a little bit different. So I love colour. I love print. I've got so much print in my wardrobe. Um, but that's me. And that's who I am. That's my style personality. And if you ever think of people that, you know, buy you a present, they go, or they, or they shop for you and they go, oh, that's so you. And that's what they're meaning. They meant that you've created that personality. Sometimes, you know, like I said earlier, we can, we can, our boundaries can be pushed a little bit as we sometimes become a bit in our comfort zone. Um, but the feminines are a very beautiful um, kind of style personality, but it's not for everybody. Um, it's very pretty. It's very ladylike. You know, imagine that romantic, demure, very graceful lady. You tend to find their prints are going to be more floral, more soft lines, colours with pastels. And the fabrics that they will use will be more knits and wools and lace and silk and chiffon. It's very floaty. It's very dreamy. It's very pretty. It's quite sweetheart neckline. So they'll use more of a rounded collar rather than a peak lapel. They'll go for defined waistline, gathers. And there's a lot of all these styles out currently in the stores. They will always avoid any kind of harshness or severity, whereas a, dr a dramatic quite likes those strong, stark lines. Um, they will always avoid um, 
tailoring, they'll avoid chunky jewellery. They will always put dresses and skirts over trousers, over trousers as well. Um, and again, with this style personality, the makeup is more soft shades and kind of more of a fuller lip. We have then got artistic. And I love artistic. I always say to people, artistic is, if you imagine London Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week, we all look at it, don't we, in awe and go, oh, wow, that's absolutely stunning. But none of us would actually replicate that look and wear it to Sainsbury's. We just wouldn't. We would just, we look at it in awe, but a lot of it, we wait for it to come down into the stores. We wait for it to see how the, what I would call the more on, you know, designers who, who create for the high street and things like that, see how they're going to do it to implement what they're doing. So artistics are definitely, fashion is an art. They're adventurous, they're creative. They cut the most amazing dramatic lines and it is something that you just kind of catch a glimpse of somebody who is artistic and go, wow. But they're probably about 10% of our population. If they're looking at fabrics, they kind of go the novelty tweeds, the natural tapestries. They will love anything from a print, ethnic, animal, exotic, abstract, etc. Um, and in some ways, you know, the makeup that an artistic will use will be completely striking you know that wonderful it could be the bright yellow eyeshadow with the wonderful defined cerise pink lips or on the other hand they will wear none no makeup at all so those are the five star personalities and what's really interesting now we start to dig a little bit deeper into who are you who are you and how does your wardrobe represent you and it will always then start to help you in a way as well work out the stores you buy from the the brands you like how you create the looks and and I'm very conscious that you know we can never ever put anybody in a box whether it's a style personality whether it's a body shape whether it's a color because we all want to have this flexibility of how we choose to use our wardrobe. What I, my, what I want to do is inspire you to feel wonderful in your clothes. And if you're a brand owner and a business owner is to make sure that you represent your branding, but we don't change from who you are as a person. So it goes back to the whole thing of being unapologetically you. So please, you know, I've, I've put this up hear the link you are more than welcome to go in and, and download those but I want to throw open this room now because you know what it's not all about me I want to listen and hear what you guys think and you know we've got a couple of gentlemen and Joseph I would love to hear what you think about this because obviously I know that you're in the same industry as me um, so I'd love to know how that sits with you but let me while we're waiting for people to raise their hands and, and come up and, and share what they're what they are or if you've got any questions um let me throw it to you Steph first um where do you think you sit with a star personality so I know that I'm definitely natural that's definitely one trait however the more I think about it because I think we've had this chat before I I always thought that I was feminine but the more and more I think about so 
I I am very feminine in the summer, so I will wear the dresses and the gingham and all of that kind of like the cottage course kind of style clothing. But when it gets to winter, I swap to being a dramatic because I will wear, you know, quite edgy clothing. Is that possible that I can swap? <laughs> Or yeah, do I yeah. have a personality crisis? No, no. And and do you know what? That's when, you know, everybody, and, and that's why they're wonderful to identify with. But with like with everything, you must have flexibility because everybody is different. And if you think about what you wear in the summer is going to be different to what you wear in the winter. And so are the fabrics. Think of the different fabrics we use in the winter against the fabrics we use in the summer. We do more layering in the winter than in the summer. And that's why certain, you know, ladies and gentlemen will have a preference to winter or summer. But of course, we absolutely change. And it's interesting, isn't it? If you think about it as well, when you wear in the summer, nobody is afraid to wear colour. Everybody wears colour because the sun's out, the sky's blue and all that type of thing. Soon as the winter comes, everyone kind of hides away their colour and they go, oh, God, it's now time for navy and black and neutrals. Until the shops start creating their collections, you know, do we start incorporating, you know, different colours and, and that into our wardrobe? So, no, absolutely not. You can You can dip between it, which is... that's the exciting part of having a wardrobe that works for you because there's nothing worse than you getting to your winter wardrobe and thinking I've got to replicate my summer because but then you're never going to enjoy your winter wardrobe either are you no that definitely makes sense and I will say like the feminine like when I say feminine dresses at a gingham they're like the brightest red gingham that I can possibly find and things like that um I don't tend to go for the pastel-y colours um so I do I suppose keep that little bit of edge in (laughs) yeah and you know what's really interesting we spoke about this um I think last week we touched on colour and we worked out that you are so not a blue undertone and when you're not a blue undertone you will always never like the whole pastels because you will definitely sit more between the yellow undertones, which are the autumns and the springs. Absolutely. Um, interesting. So, Evie, let's bring you in on this one. Where do you think you sit? Can you can you see yourself in any of the star personalities? So I think that I'm very much in between the natural and the classic um, because I like to feel very comfortable in what I'm wearing. Um, I like to have a bit of a stretch with what I'm wearing as well. Um, I think that I like to be neat at times, so that's kind of bringing in the classical side. Um, And I also would say that I like wearing classical dresses and like tweed coats at Christmas time and things like that. So I'd say I'm a complete in-between in between them both um as you said previously actually i think that a lot of people can be in between these two um personalities almost yeah no absolutely and that's where you know we we don't have to have this whole rigidity and that's what i think is lovely so joseph it is lovely to have you up here um and i know you and i have dropped into some rooms together over the past few weeks so um first of all introduce yourself because obviously you do you're in the same industry as me slightly differently introduce yourself and tell me what you think about the whole style personality 
Well, uh, good afternoon to you, Lisa. Um, it's good to be in the room with you and uh, to see other friends like Deborah and Kathy um, who are also in our range or realm of, of business. Um, and so, yeah, people know me on Clubhouse uh, as the Chief Style Geek. Uh, as I like to say, I help fellow geeks find their chic so they get made, paid, and laid. Um, and in terms of style personalities, um, I really appreciate and respect the fact that you work with them. Um, I do too. Um, my framework is um, similar, but also a little bit uh, differentiated from yours, uh, where your system uh, works with five personality types, mine work with seven. Um, but like yours, um, both of our systems um, and methodologies allow for interweaving or overlapping. Um, what I find uh, when I do a style profile consult with a brand new client, which is a precursor for any sort of wardrobe evaluation or uh, wardrobe building with, with a new client, um, that as well as a, a color profile, um, what I find is that no one is a monolith of one personality. People are always an interwoven uh, connection between two or three style personalities out of the seven that I work with in my framework. So I think, um, I think you're definitely onto something huge for the clients you serve. And, and I really uh, appreciated hearing, um, hearing the summary um, of, of your five. This is Joseph. I'm Thank you, Joseph. I, Joseph, I'm intrigued. What are your other style personalities that you work within then, the additional three? So um, I name them a little bit differently than, than yours. Um, and, and I've just been listening. I, I haven't been taking notes, but uh, what, uh, what you described as, as natural um, I would describe as sporty. Um, your classic, I would describe as traditional. Um, and then, although you described someone who is dramatic as having a kind of elegance, I actually discern elegance as, uh, as its own archetype. Um, we both have something that is... Uh, around being romantic, which you definitely identified. Um, and, and dramatic was another, uh, was another word that you used to describe another of your archetypes. And I use dramatic, uh, as a framework. And, um, the other two are, uh, creative, which you were also identifying with. And, uh, the last one is, um, for men, someone who is magnetic and, um, for women, I identify it just a little bit differently. Uh, for women who present as uh, as women, uh, some men pre present as as more masculine. And, and because I work with all takers, uh, I, I try to be discerning and, and honoring not only one's given gender but one's uh, one's way of presenting. Um, and so, uh, for women, I, I identify that as being alluring. So again, someone presenting as, as male um, or with male energy uh, or male physique, it's more um, 
magnetic and for someone presenting uh, as more female uh, in terms of physicality and energy, I describe that as alluring. Uh, this is Joseph. Sorry, I couldn't get myself off mute. And, and you know what? It's just really interesting, isn't it? Because I think, you know, all of us, no, no matter what we do, we can always learn from each other, especially if we're in the same industry. And that, that's why I asked you, Joseph, because I think it's it's really interesting how we, we don't necessarily, you know, do it the same way, but there is the the kind of combination of what we do. And for me, I think, you know, star personalities are very interesting because sometimes it's quite nice to be able to identify with something because from the star personality's point of view, it's not just about saying, okay, I'm an actual, I'm a dramatic, I'm a classic. It then rolls on further. So where it then rolls on into is how you create the outfits for the lifestyle that you have how and also where you find the garments and the items because we all know that shopping can be a complete minefield whether you're shopping online whether you're shopping in store whether you love the whole repurposing and you do the, the charity shops or you do the sustainability everything like that when you start to identify your personality, what you then can do with that is allow that to really enhance your skills of creating the wardrobe that works for you, create the, the outfits that work for you. So as an example, my client last week, so there's two examples. So my client last week was um, going back to work um, because in the UK, she's going back one day a week. Um, but she was panicking as to what am I going to wear? What am I going to wear for that one day a week? And initially, you know, she said to me, all I have worn for the past year is a black sweatshirt and a pair of jeans every day. So she said, I might have changed the black you know, sweatshirt a little bit. But she said, I have completely lost my way in what I'm now supposed to wear because she said I've kind of almost lost who I am because you know we've all done it haven't we over the past year no matter where you're you're based whether you're in the UK or Europe or you know in the States or Asia wherever we've all spent an awful long time at home so what we've done by spending a lot of time at home we've rotated the same clothing over and over again now I know some people have been able to purchase some people have kind of not bought anything um, and others have drip fed items in but what we had to do with her was initially was you know sit down and have a cup of tea and say right where do you think you sit or actually let's have a chat about where you did sit before the whole lockdown process and before you know the pandemic and what we ended up doing was identifying what she was 18 months ago as a style personality is actually not where she is now because life's changed and she now doesn't need a, a wardrobe that works for her for five days in an office she's only in an office one day a week but actually she's kind of identified that do you know what I've changed as a person so I want to kind of really give myself a boost and and her words again well I want to feel good because I don't actually feel good anymore in whatever I wear because it's very samey so we 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 started with that whole 
you know, let's have a look at what you are, which we did. And then, you know, being able to shop for somebody once they've identified, sorry, their style personality, it's fantastic because you then start to home in on the shops, especially if you're in a shopping centre and you're shopping, you can identify which shops do what. So, for example, if, and I I apologise for the people that are over the pond because my shopping skills over there are not as good as in the UK. Um, For, you know, people who are quite classic, they love people like Hobbs. They quite like some of the next pieces. You know, we know that in H&M they've got some, you know, some really nice classic pieces, but you know then where to shop for what. You know that if you have a bit of a dramatic personality, you might like All Saints. You might like some of the pieces in Zara. You might go to pieces in River Island, for example, because they can be a little bit quirky as well. You know that if you want to go real high fashion trend and you, you, you know, your budget doesn't go to some of the, the designers or the higher end of the, the, the retailers, you're going to go to Primark because you're going to get these wonderful collections of on-trend, modern pieces. You've got New Look who do very similar we then start to dip around, you know, real classics, which could be Max Mara, it could be Massimo Dutti, it could be some of Ted Baker. But then we know Ted Baker can be quite quirky, quite dramatic. We then look at, you know, DKNY and, and people like that. And then, you know, um, Whistles and Mint Velvet, etc. And this is where, by knowing your style personality, you can start to work out where you shop and that narrows down your shopping it also uh, helps you avoid spending unnecessarily because you know that what you've identified actually I'm going to wear it because I love it rather than do you know what I think it's okay but I'm not quite sure Um, and it's allowing then you to have that wardrobe that works for you and that's where I say you know you've heard lots of people have heard me pitch and when we are in some of the other rooms and I say you know, I specialise in helping women have a wardrobe they love. And this is where it starts. So, you know, if I look at my wardrobe, it's not very big at all. Everything interlinks together, but there's not one piece in there that is not me. And here's another way to actually think about this. So I think we I've covered this before in another room. So when you can identify who you are as a style personality, If, for example, like Christmas is coming and birthdays are coming, everybody starts to think about what can they buy that person. And if, you know, I don't know if anyone has ever been in this situation, shout if you have. And please raise your hand and come up and tell us your stories or a little bit more about your style personality. Um, If someone buys you something for Christmas, and I think, Steph, we've had this conversation, um, and you get it, right, and you think, oh, Okay, so say, for example, someone buys you a scarf, right? And you open that scarf and you think, okay, that's very, it's not really me. It's more the person who bought it for me. And what's happened is there is the person's bought it because they like it. So it's there. And they haven't necessarily thought about, hang on a minute, their person is that the person I'm buying it for personality so listen we all do it I've done it for my daughter who is 17 and I I buy something and I think oh that's really nice really nice and when I get it home she says to me 
that's very you. That's not so much me. Although she is quite quirky and quite um, vibrant in what she wears, she's also a little bit preppy and a little bit classic, which I am not in any way, shape or form. So it's really interesting how we start to then think about what we buy other people as do we have to put ourselves in their shoes which is why sometimes people don't put it in in our shoes so evie ever happened to you anybody ever bought you anything and you think oh that's not quite me that's more you um i think every year actually <laughs> um i think my family are quite prone to doing that um I have one auntie who's quite eccentric and she bought me I'm just trying to think off the top of my head I think it was last year she bought me a bracelet that was very very wacky very shiny very glitz um and I do like a bit of that but it was really over the top for just what I like I quite like subtle elegant pieces of jewelry um that's just how I am um and it's very her and um you don't want to be rude do you so I said thank you and I don't know it depends how close you are to that person with how you take it and how you kind of um respond to that I guess but yeah we're not that close so I didn't want to obviously say oh that's not really me that's more you like obviously your daughter can say to you um however it's a bit different isn't it so I yeah think, yeah 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 so that's my experience but I do think I get something like a scarf or a bit of jewelry every year that I'm a bit like oh that's not really me <laughs> yeah and I think Steph didn't it happen to you wasn't it Ant's mum I think that bought you a jumper and she and bought you were me like, a pink scarf that's a pastel it. pink scarf that's it <laughs> but yeah I've had I've also had friends do it where they've gone oh I've bought this and I've got nothing against Pandora I have worked with them but they're not like the big chunky bracelet and charms and things not for me and friend was like I've bought you I've noticed you don't have one so I've bought you a Pandora bracelet and it's like there's a reason why I don't have one because I'm tiny I'm five foot three um and big chunky jewelry on me just doesn't doesn't look good um it also is rather uncomfortable because I've got skinny wrists so yeah I've had so many times where people have bought stuff for me that is definitely more them and not really me yeah and you know it's really interesting I was sitting there thinking about that when I think about and, and then you have that opposite effect don't you when when someone finds something that you you really like so if someone buys you something I'm like, there is a scar I'm going somewhere with this um they buy something that you really like then you tend to get more of it and, and and the reason I'm giggling is so so my husband is is quite he's very much of a natural um can, can be mostly seen wearing golf clothes like a, you know the beautiful polo shirts and the wonderful you know wool jumpers and he doesn't deviate very much from from like a navy blue because that's that's just what he likes and you know I've tried different colors on him I've tried different shirts on him and he just gravitates back to the same Hugo Boss gilet or the the Hugo Boss jeans and things like that. But but I'm giggling away because every birthday and every Christmas, my mum buys him a blue jumper. And he, I think he said to me, you know, a while back, have you seen how many blue jumpers I've got? And they're stunning, don't get me wrong. They're all slightly different. One might be a round neck, one might have a print on it, but it's a blue jumper. So it, I suppose the moral of that story is what happens is sometimes with our wardrobe we then become very comfortable with who we are so when we become very comfortable with who we are that's when sometimes 
especially me as a stylist, I get ladies and gentlemen saying to me, I'm so bored of my wardrobe because I only wear the same things every day. But that's because you've created this uniform that you feel, and it's absolutely right, is your style of personality. But then what happens is you get to that point and you think, right, do you know what? I need to break free a little bit from my style of personality and I and I want to open up my world a bit. And that's obviously where I come along and I say, right, I'm going to show you this. I'm going to... Um, show you this brand i'm going to show you how to wear this slightly differently and that's when the mute the beauty happens again because you're just expanding what is your own personality but you're just broadening your your kind of sights on different things and when you work with any personal stylist our job is is never to push you so far out of your boundaries that you know, you have a meltdown. Our job is to inspire and educate. And I always say to my clients, you know, um, after a three hour personal shopping trip or a three hour wardrobe consultation or, or something like that, my job is to leave you feeling, goes back, it comes that word again, feeling fantastic. So if you've shopped with me for three hours, I want you to be excited about what you're going to wear the next day rather than wait for me to leave you and you take it back. That's the that's not the job of a personal stylist. The pers the job of a stylist is to literally put themselves in your shoes and then open up your world to this wonderful collection. And you know what if you're sitting there thinking oh, I wonder how I identify my own style personality. You could do yourself even a bit of a mood could do um, if you use Canva or can drop in lots of different pictures and styles, etc. And then kind of look at it and think, oh my goodness, I choose the same things. I choose, I don't know, tweeds or I choose blazers or I choose jeans or I choose a certain colour all the time or or things like that. And you can then start to say, do you know what? I definitely form this personality with a mix of this. And creating your own mood board is so, honestly, it's so easy to do. And, you know, my lady last week when she came, she came with a Pinterest board and said, look, this is what I love. And I said to her, have you actually analysed this? And she was like, no, this is just what I like. And I said, let me talk you through it. And she was a classic personality the whole way through it. It was all the navies, the blacks, the greys, the, the neutrals, but they all created this most seamless collection. There was not one print in it, not one. She was all block colours. But if you want to do it yourself, just do it. If you don't have Pinterest, just literally, if you want to, just open up a PowerPoint or open up even an A4 document and just, you know, literally clip pieces of photos from uh, websites that you like and things like that and just start to to pop them in we do the mood board as part of the personal brand style package and it, it's really interesting how if you start to work with a client who is you know a business owner etc we then start to identify as a person and how then that links into their business is such a great place to start in the i'm gonna sound really old now in the olden days we used to get magazines and we used to get all these magazines and like literally cut 
cut them out and glue them onto like an A4 or an A5 piece of paper or an A3 even. And it was so exciting because you kind of watched it come alive. You tend to find as well, um, ladies and gentlemen, with a star personality, it will in- incorporate your house. So my house is, you know, I said to you I'm a natural dramatic. All the walls in my house are, um, like, I think they're like a natural calico. So they're, they're literally that. I have a lot of natural wood in my house. I love being next to a window and, and I live right next door to a big field. Um, I love just being able to look out on the field. I love being outside. That whole natural piece. I have not much clutter in my house at all. Um, I have wooden floors. I have slate floors in my hallway. Um, all that is kind of my natural personality. But then every now and again, my curtains are stronger colours. They're brighter. They're a bit more dramatic. And it's only when you start actually listening and maybe reading the you know the the pinned link the document you start to go oh I see where she's going with this now and it but until it's like anything isn't it until people start talking to you about it do you start going yep I think I'm gravitating towards that or you may even be sitting in the room thinking do you know what I'd love to be a bit more like this or when I was younger and I was at university I was like this or you know, that type of thing. And that's where you can start to really enjoy the shops, enjoy your wardrobe, because it really, really feels like you. So listen, we've got kind of 10 minutes left. I'd love anybody to come up and and share with me anything, you know, they want to. Um, Evie, is there one thing, let's go, actually, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put on the spot. Is there one thing in your wardrobe that you bypass every time? And the, and is there a reason why you kind of always skirt over that one? Um, I'm going to be honest here. I hate ironing. So I have quite a lot of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have quite a lot of clothes that really need a good iron. Um, so I completely skip over them every time. I love the clothes, though. So it's such a shame that I just I, I need to have one day, don't I, where I just put aside to ironing all my clothes that I want to wear and then hanging them up rather than right now I've got them all kind of shoved into a drawer um so I really need to prioritize that and make one day for it or something maybe um but yeah they're, they're the items that I skip over mainly um I also sometimes really don't like having my arms out um so I have quite a lot of short sleeve tops so sometimes I skip over them as well maybe if I'm having more of a confident day then I'll wear them but sometimes I skip over those too and do you know what's really interesting? When you talk about your ironing, right, that what I find that I have clients who when we, we shop for them or, or when we're going through their wardrobes, they don't have anything in there that needs dry cleaning. And they, and they have very rarely a fabric that does need ironing because at the end of the day, they're, they're probably very much like you, you know, they don't like ironing. So those are the garments they will always skirt over. So in, in, in my opinion, in my world, why would you have them in there? Buy things that have a different fabric that you don't need to iron. And there's very much, there's not very much in my wardrobe that needs to iron. I choose the fabrics really carefully because I, um, and it's true. Honestly, I've got clients that literally don't have any dry cleaning in there or anything that needs an iron. And this then goes back to everybody is about having a wardrobe that works not against you. What about you, Steph? 
So there's a couple of items that I have in my wardrobe, which I thought, oh, that looks nice, <laughs> and bought it, um, and then shouldn't have really. I should have. What I should have done is gone and tried it on. And those are anything that is skin coloured. So, um, or as I said, like pale pastels that you know I've bought, thinking, oh, I'll give it a go. Um, so there's. Um, what is that so I bought a dress which is like a nude color um but it just unfortunately doesn't work in fact it it matches almost like the same color of my skin tone so I avoid those with a passion because it just looks not that I'm not wearing anything but you know what I mean it just yeah, makes yeah. me look odd and so I'll avoid those um with or without all costs um but yeah, um, I'm just trying to think what else there is. It's really Speaking interesting though, isn't it? Because that, that neutral is so yes. hard to wear. So whereas if you look at, obviously you can see your screens. If you look at your skin tone against Evie's, it's very different. So Evie would probably get away with that new tone, whereas you don't, um, Steph, because you've got more of the yellow undertone that we know about, we've spoken about. And it's really interesting again. And that's where if you, and this is why, the whole style thing is so interesting and there's different integral parts that will help everybody have a wardrobe that they love. And, and it's, you know, there is the whole color piece. There is all about the skin tone that we touched on last week. Then it links back into your style personality. And it's why there's, I always think of style as a bit of a journey and it's about working out. And that's why I said you earlier on, it's about this five, the three pronged approach to get to the wardrobe you love. And that's why, you know, it works so well. And it, isn't it true, though, isn't it, how you, you skirt over certain pieces? And actually, now you know a little bit more about what you know, you tend to not make the same, not mistake, but you will make a better judgment on the colours that you choose. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think the other kind of items that I avoid as well are shorts. And it's not because I don't like my legs. Because considering for five foot three, I'm have super long legs in comparison to my body. Just send them my it's way. Because <laughs> <laughs> but I have, um, let's say, a big bum. So um, and, and wide hips. So they, I tend to avoid those because they just again. Um, I don't need my bum cheeks falling out of my shorts. <laughs> Yeah, but that is really interesting, isn't it? Because when certain things are on trend and in the stores, you can't always find something else. But that's where, you know, I could say to you, well, actually, have you thought about this shape and have you thought about that style? But it, it is, it's really interesting. Cassie, it's lovely to have you here. I've got two wonderful people from across the pond. How are you today? I'm great. And sorry it takes me so long to speak, but I was actually being a bit cheeky. I was on a Zoom call. And I just wanted to say a big shout out to Steph. Oh my God, she saved me. She was in the room with me a bit earlier with Joseph. And she was literally my person who invited people up and just, oh my gosh, she was such a huge help. Thank you so much. But I just wanted to say that this room is, oh my gosh. I, I mean, again, very cheeky because I was on a Zoom call, but I was listening to you, Lisa. In what that 40 minutes, I have learned so much, but I did want to say, I'm like Evie, I hate ironing. So there is nothing in my closet 
that needs um, dry cleaning or ironing. It literally, it's goes into the machine, it comes out from the dryer because we're in the, I mean, I live in an, um, you know, back when I lived in the UK, I used to hang things out on the clothesline. You're not allowed to do that here. <laughs> Go figure. Oh, you know. We are, it's, no, no, you're not allowed to. Well, it's it depends where you live, obviously, if you know. Um, but the city that I live in, it's literally mandated in the HOA, the you know, Homeowners Association. And so when I first came here, I said, where's the clothesline? And everybody thought, thought I was completely balmy. But um, yeah, and everybody sends their shirts to be um, washed. To So it didn't take me two seconds to wonder why most Americans have this incredible, crisp, clean-cut look. It's because their wives, and themselves included, they take everything to the local dry cleaners and they have a washing section. And all these, all these ladies, once a week, they go and um, they, they, they just park through the drive-through, because of course everything's drive-through here, and out comes this nice lovely lady with about 10 shirts, all on, and hangers, they just go home and hang them up. Who knew? Oh my God. And you know what? Isn't it funny? Either you've started something now, because the ironing thing for me is horrendous. I iron one shirt, right, every week, and that is my son's uh, shirt for his suit. Um, but I iron that. But the only thing I have to say, I love in the summer a really crisp ironed T-shirt. I just, I love the whole thing. And and again, then it goes back to the whole, you know, presentation. It goes back to the seven seconds. It goes back to everything like that. So, and, and thank you for your kind comment. That was really lovely. Um, and you know what? The reason I've kicked back off the um, pocket stylish rooms is again this, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of the year. Everybody starts to think about kind of the new year and what they're going to do and how they're doing it. I've, I'm working with a lot of ladies and gentlemen who have, you know, set up businesses or they're, they're looking at what to do for the new year, which is, and, and, you know, I'm a massive passionate person that what you wear is so important. So, so important. So last week we covered um, colour. This week, we covered style personalities. And next week, I'm going to cover all about the body shapes. And it's it's going to be just as informative. It's going to be very much about, you know, these are the body shapes. This is how we dress it. However, I will give you more flexibility. Because, you know what, when we start to talk body shape, yes, certain styles and shapes suit. But, you know, I can say to you, yeah, I'm only five foot. There are definite shapes and styles that suit me. But on a Saturday and a Sunday, when I'm at a horse show with my daughter, I've got a different, I've still got the right shape coat on, but underneath I might have an oversized sweatshirt because it was so cold yesterday, I thought it was going to, you know, pass out the cold. Um, so, yeah, I, wanted, I want to be able to always show you flexibility so it doesn't become hard work. So I appreciate everybody who has joined this room today. I really hope you found it useful. Um, if you like what you see, you can click on the little green Monopoly house above mine, Evie's and Steph's head, and that takes you to the part of the club. Um, you'll see that in the pin link, it's all about style personalities. Please, I've seen that a couple of people have downloaded it already. Please feel free to go and um, download that. The content of what I spoke about is all on there. Um, 
there's always lots going on obviously on my instagram etc so so please if you want to head over there or just you know pin follow anyone up here steph is i think the golden girl of clubhouse and like you kathy she is my guardian angel what she's done to my website is just sensational and i'm really really you know i can't thank her enough because again steph has created a website for me that is me and you know when you just look at it and go that is me so steph's taken my personality having you know spoken to me for for a good few months now and she's basically drawn it into my website so my branding and me work in harmony and that's where we get you know normally the clothes etc etc so i am going to wrap this room up today evie fantastic for your first day with me but also with clubhouse and hopefully you'll grow to like clubhouse as much as we all do um thank you so much for joining us steph my wonderful wing woman as always lovely to see you joseph in the room and kathy lovely to have you too um I'm still getting out of the shop that in certain parts of America you can't hang your washing out because you know what that is my favorite smell sheets on a line when they come back in and you put it on your bed that is just my favorite smell of all time I get into bed and I say to my husband oh, smell the smell the duvet and I think he just looks at me like I've lost the plot but wonderful wonderful listen thank you to everyone who joined me um come back next week two o'clock in the room um thank you to everybody and i hope you all have an amazing week see you all soon everybody bye bye bye, bye. bye steph bye joseph bye, -bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.